Hi, I'm Billy. She, they. And I'm Jordan. She, her. And this is the Rebel Movement Podcast. The show where we are declaring freedom from diet culture and toxic positivity, from mental health, diet culture in the fitness industry, to pregnancy, postpartum, and everything else in between, we're here to talk about it. This is a Rebel Movement. Hey. Hi. Welcome us back. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I like it. Welcome back. Yeah, that's how people start podcasts, isn't it? I think so. I've been, uh, <laughs> I listened to like the first couple seconds of our podcast, like repeatedly when I'm like dealing with them, like it just oh, kind yeah. of loops through the beginning part. And so I always hear, <laughs> hi, hey, hi, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I have to change the register of my voice because that is hitting a little bit too high. <laughs> That's funny. I never know what to say. Yeah. I guess we never really like talked about having like a fancy beginning thing besides mm-hmm. that like we made an intro, but then like yeah. it feels like we have to say hi when we first start recording or something because then Yeah, I feel like maybe we should just start talking and then you just hit the record button at a random point so just like start into a conversation (laughs) yeah I did I heard that from there's someone on I think it's on TikTok or something who I think it was Elise Myers who talked about like if you're nervous to start recording a video or generally videos is to start saying so say some like random thing that you got at the grocery store like I got like this and this or like some (laughs) random sentence and then continue talking because then it's going to be more like your regular um yeah there won't be a pause at the beginning yeah because you're always like kind of double checking that you're recording yeah exactly uh uh, hi yeah yeah just come up with a sentence or something and then um I don't know just uh, (laughs) say it and then hit record really quickly (laughs) I just got back from camping um like my little mini vacation yesterday Mm-hmm. um How is and it? it was nice it was like I think I said that before maybe it's um it was in my partner's sister's trailer mm-hmm. so it was much different than I'm used to um <laughs> and then with my two step kids which I've never I've never been camping with them before and my my uh partner's parents that feels really hard to say were at the site next to us so that was really nice we got to like play Scrabble with them. I kicked ass. <laughs> I think, I mean, I'm not always been very good at Scrabble, but I got like, I don't know what it was like 140 points or something by the end. And I like, I, I know that there's people who do way better than that, but like, I used to have like, I don't know. It's I just luck. Some days aren't work well, but, um, went swimming a bunch. We went for a couple of hikes and I only got one small tiny sunburn which is the only one I've had this summer which is awesome <laughs> so it was nice <laughs> I am um, I went to uh the fair in the town that I grew up and uh I don't know why I didn't put on sunscreen on anyone in the family at all that day um and by the time I got home I had like a horrendous sunburn but oh, I was no. like I feel like someone would have told me I was this sunburn because people um like my magic superpower is that someone will like cross the street to tell me that I have a sunburn. <laughs> so someone would have told me that I was sunburned. <laughs> um, 
That's cute. And I was like, no, because it's it's like it's bright red. And I was like, this is bad. Oh, I was, wow. I was like, and it's so even, like even down my neck. I was like, that's weird because usually a sunburn, yeah. like it's coming from above, like you're like the telltale is that your face yeah. is red and then your chest is red, but your neck is usually like still skin color. Um, and I was like, that's so weird. I was like, oh, I got sunburned in the car on the way home. Like, oh. It was fine until I was sat in the car, and then I think my theory is that like the the window, like the way it it's made, like helped get the sun evenly mm-hmm. all over my face, and it was so red. Um, I spent. It's it's almost completely gone now, which I'm very. Yeah, I couldn't even about. tell. Um, but it was it was bad, bad. But I spent like two days. I had moisturizers like all over the house, and anytime I pass one, I just like slap it <laughs> on my whole body. <laughs> so it's two days, just like being oh hyper moisturized. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I so usually. Much- that's so. That's so true. I don't think I've ever gotten sunburn on the front of my neck. I'm gonna knock on right. Really quietly. It's like you get like like weird stripes across your body like yeah. your neck is fine usually and then like where you're wearing clothing is fine if you're yeah. sitting like I've gotten them sitting like wearing a bathing suit before and so there's yeah. like a stripe in my belly that like is not burnt because of like where yeah. your body folds when you sit down <laughs> yeah. you just look like a zebra like yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you know but- there's like some irregularities to it but it was so even like such an even sunburn mm-hmm. I was like it's almost like I was like lying in a tanning bed. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Were you like laying on your back? No, you like chin up? I was walking around all day, and the, apparently the fairgrounds have like no trees at all, so it was just so hot. Oh, yeah, uh, we had a ton of fun though. That's good. Um, reminded me of a um, a body win, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I mean, this is un- I guess related, but kind of unrelated. I have been wearing been way better at doing wearing sunscreen mm-hmm. semi-related and this year is one of the first years maybe like the second year actually where I've actually gotten a bit of a tan I know it doesn't look like it but like I'm actually like much a little bit darker than I usually am I have like I usually get tons more freckles in the summer that's not new anyone who's seen my face before is not surprised to hear this information but this is where I'm getting to my point I because of I've worn a bikini this year I got a new bikini and I've worn it to the beach I've worn it swimming like I lost count I think seven times like way more than I have since I was like a small child who would go swimming at the beach I've worn my bikini like I've worn, worn my bathing suit way more than I have in ages and I fucking love swimming and now I have little freckles on like this section of my belly that is not covered by the bikini and I have like little freckles on that part of my back and it's like they're it's I'm just it's so cute I like it feels like such a win <laughs> that I'm all like first of all like look at that and I'm like oh that's so cute and then also I'm like wearing the bathing suit for like mm-hmm. I've gone swimming seven times and I haven't done that since I was a kid and it's like I feel like it's a fun win to share it's a nice <laughs> nice win yeah right mm-hmm no, definitely. I'd like to hear everybody else's wins too. Please email yeah. us those or email <laughs> us those. You know what I mean? Yeah. Send, send them <laughs> somehow to our faces, please. Thank you. Yeah. Do you uh, have a body win? I was trying to think about one today. Um, I'm sure I do. I'm holding back some because I, they, they fold in a little bit too nicely with Ooh, the conversation yes, that we're we about can. to have, I think. So I kind of want to hold them until the end. Um, body wins uh 
no I mean I got through it I got through (laughs) it started my period today (laughs) same everything was fine yeah Uh, I kind of did today too I missed a whole month though which was stressful but that is stressful yeah I took two tests yeah like this happens to me a lot right I'm like not like it gets late I just overthink everything no I think I I, uh, whatever transitioning postpartum talk so yeah um (laughs) postpartum it's and other people who get periods but not on a regular basis postpartum uh it's like a guessing game when your period is going to come back like yeah no idea it hopefully comes back by about 12 months if not oh, i've yeah. been told that like around the 12 ish mark 18 months definitely just go see someone like go see a, not someone a doctor <laughs> um and just like have things checked out to make sure everything is like returning back to like a regular ish function for you whatever baseline for you is um but like within the first 12 months it's really like anyone's game people who are breastfeeding full time can get theirs really early like Mm. you know with like the next month and some people don't get it for a full year um usually for me like usually the first time it was uh like pretty much the month I night weaned so that's like because we were going 12 hours without feeding so then Mm. usually it's enough for the hormones to kind of like settle back down into actually ovulating again um but with uh my second it was like I think it was closer to two months after I stopped feeding throughout the night. Um, yeah. And I was talking about this on stories one day. I was like, just like, if you can get pregnant and you're having sex with someone who can get you pregnant, like you have all that equipment and it's together in the same spot, just like have pregnancy tests on hand at home. And I like postpartum (laughs) to take a pregnancy test every four weeks, just to Mm -hmm. like, just keep on top of it. Uh, especially when I don't have a regular period yet. Um, and then like I've, my menstrual cycles are usually about like 26, 27, sometimes 28 days long. Like it's in that mm-hmm. range. It kind of fluctuates like two days usually. Um, and like, I've been tracking it for long enough that like, I know what the shortest ever was and I know what the longest ever was. And so usually never more than 28 days, but I had like a 31 day cycle last month. And I was getting to the point where like, mm, I was like looking, I was like, okay, you know, this is the days I had sex. I was like, okay, so I should have missed like this, like, but you mm-hmm. know, I, I'll still take a test, just like double check everything. Um, you know, just, especially cause like, ah, I hear you should have come by now. I just want to make sure, um, you know, just so you can have all the information and actually make like an, a good decision for you, um, mm-hmm. whatever that might be as early as possible. So you have the most amount of options available to you because yeah. it's stressful not knowing and you don't want to find out 20 weeks in that you're yeah. pregnant so just like you know especially if you're someone who doesn't get a period on a regular basis just take a test every four weeks just yeah, <laughs> yeah. um i use uh ones from ovary o-v-r-y it comes in a box and there's like a O-V-R-Y. bunch of strips like it comes in a box of like 50 i want to say little tiny um strips mm-hmm. and they're they're very accurate that's how i um, tested both my pregnancies. So cool. they're accurate. <laughs> um, yeah. they, they ship to your door. Uh, they're teeny tiny. So low waste, like all those things. Mm-hmm. And you just, just take a test every four weeks and then, then you yeah. have all your information, <laughs> you know? Idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, it just popped into my brain. I don't mean to dive or diverge <laughs> to go off. Um, I just, I know that this topic of like choice, like pro-choice 
is a tricky one for folks who are currently living in the States mm. or for most people who have periods it's um, or who have ovaries. And I can't, you know, I'm not an expert in all of the resources that I did put one resource that I found um, for safe abortion access on my website that I think does Canada and the United States. It's just like mm -hmm. a resources tab somewhere at the end. Um, I will add more when I, you know, find them and stumble upon them. But um, I guess I just want to like put it out there that like I'm definitely pro-choice and I it's stuff is shitty right now whether or not you've ever had an abortion or ever had to consider it um and that we're like I can't obviously can't speak for both of us but and I'm assuming but I'm assuming I would saying that like we stand yes with you and um if you happen to have resources to share yeah. or um I guess a correction for the current resource or whatever like send an email or a message us anytime mm -hmm. yeah absolutely no I can't imagine how stressful it would be to be anywhere but I was, I was gonna say anywhere but here but other places in the world have better abortion access than we do but um yeah no anyways that's my little tip too <laughs> just yeah. keep pregnancy tests on hand test every four yeah. weeks ish um cycles are a, about a month long so if you test every four weeks you should be able to catch it pretty early um mm -hmm. and then you can make your decision that's can how i, I question yeah absolutely how long after um having a baby can you get pregnant again immediately if you immediately just, yeah if you start oh, ovulating yeah. right away mm -hmm. um so you know probably be like four weeks later or two weeks mm -hmm. later um mm -hmm. but yeah you can get pregnant like right away without having a period if you start oh, ovulating right afterwards because you ovulate before you menstruate right so right as long as you've ovulated you can get pregnant um mm -hmm. and postpartum you're still bleeding so that if you're doing if you're usually checking ovulation based off like right things like cervical mucus um that temperature that kind of mm -hmm. stuff um body to like basal body temperature is not gonna be accurate because you're up all night so you're not resting long enough for your temperature to right. be at uh, like a low enough level, whatever yeah. to be testing in the morning. If you're doing it based off your basal body temperature, when you ovulate, um, you can look that up online. <laughs> Those are the words you need to mm -hmm. find it. Um, <laughs> uh, or based off your cervical, cervical mucus. Again, you can look up what those are online. Those are the words you need. Um, that's, you're not gonna be able to find those uh, cues. And again, a lot of people don't even know that those things are linked with ovulation uh, or how to, to look at them. So you're going to miss them completely during the postpartum period because you bleed for at least six weeks, at least probably four to eight weeks, depending on the person, but mm -hmm. it's about six weeks. Um, so you'll miss all those things. Mm -hmm. Also, you're too tired. <laughs> you're not going to be able to yeah. look for anything. Um, yeah. And there's, there's too much going on. But yeah, as, as long as you're ovulating and you're having sex with someone who can get you pregnant, it can be immediate. Um, mm -hmm. And some people like... Yeah, that's why some people have like um, babies that are nine months apart because okay. um, you can get pregnant like immediately. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh, just be careful out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be careful out there. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop no, distracting okay. you from your. <laughs> and that's your all stuff. the postpartum stuff. Um, yeah, I guess just kind of wanted to. I've been having some interesting conversations with people about. Um, the diet culture and pregnancy postpartum episode and I thought it would be um I don't know 
interesting to revisit it, especially because I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, so I know I talked about like a lot of the, um, the way that diet culture presents itself in pregnancy and postpartum. Um, and I feel like I was talking about it from a place of like, um, maybe hoping that because I had all this information <laughs> laid out that it wasn't going to affect me as much because I'd thought, thought it through a lot. Um, and I remember talking about the like nine months in nine months out thing. Um, and so like, I knew my mind, okay, yeah, but it's not going to be nine months. So that's fine. Um, and like just baseline or so that people remember my first postpartum period technically was only about seven months long. Um, and then I got pregnant again. So in, I think in my mind, I was like, oh, well, I'm pregnant again. So I'll fall back into like pregnancy mode where it's like that really tricky space of being like, well, no rules apply and like everything's fine. It's like this magical land where you're kind of in between things. And so it doesn't really matter what you look like, um, you know, because everyone talks about as long as the baby's healthy in here and, you know, you don't matter and stuff. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I just needed to get to you know, through the next nine months. And then I was going to like navigate whatever that postpartum thing looked like. And then I knew what the first seven months looked like more or less, because I'd been through it before. And then when I hit the seven month mark, I was kind of like, oh, this is interesting. Like I've never, you know, it's only my second time, but I've never gone this far without being pregnant again. Like that's an interesting, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of, okay, take a step back and like, remind yourself, like it's going to take longer than nine months and all those kind of things for things to feel normal-ish again. Um, I know around, around nine months, I started to feel like myself again, which was kind of nice, like in my mentally, um, which is later than it happened the first time, which is odd because my first like early postpartum experience was much worse. There's a lot more like anxiety and rage and depression uh, in the first little bit. Um, I was a lot more clear-headed the second time around. But I started to feel, I think, like, like myself in terms of like having energy again, like, you know, being able to do something or having the mental space to uh, want to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. Because that kind of just didn't exist when I was uh, juggling the like infant and a toddler at the same time. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You know, it's mostly just trying to get to sleep at, you know, (laughs) I I couldn't even, I couldn't even think about myself, which I think sounds odd. I don't know. Uh, maybe people have like so. analogous experiences where I just like, I didn't even come up in the list of like things I needed mm. to do or things I needed to take care of. Not in like a bad, like you need to remember to take care of yourself kind of way. It's just like, I, I didn't even make the cut. Like it just, it didn't even occur to me to take care of myself. Mm. Um, and then I didn't even realize it until that like seven ish month mark where I, my name started to pop up on the list. And I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. and now I get to go take a bath, you know, like, and take care of yourself tonight. Um, so that was good. That felt good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we gotta, we gotta get through this nine months kids. It's fine. It's going to take longer than nine months. And then now that I'm approaching a year, I've just been realizing that I just moved the goalpost <laughs> from nine months oh. to 12 months. Um, because I've again, never made it this far before Mm -hmm. so I didn't know what this was going to look like what this was going to feel like um to be like postpartum and not pregnant 12 months out of giving birth uh, or almost 12 months out um so it's been interesting um Mm -hmm. so there's 
like a lot of like shittiness of like comparing yourself to other people, which like we already intellectually understand why that's not helpful and also not useful um, because you're not somebody else's body and everybody's bodies are doing different things. And um, all I know is that I'm doing the best I can for like me and the people I need to take care of um, and like what works for my life. Um, it is hard though, <laughs> seeing other people uh, who look very different uh, postpartum. Um, but like, you know, like I'm more okay with it. I think it was realizing that I had moved the goalpost from nine months to 12 months yeah. was kind of a nice, like light bulb moment. I'm a little bit afraid I've just moved it to 18 months though. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I just like keep pushing it back as if there's some kind, like I'm going to wake up one morning and like look different somehow. It's not going to, mm. that's not how it works. Um, it's not how it's going to work. Um, it is nice, I find, though, to measure, um, I don't know, I don't know how to, healing, I don't know what word to use, um, measure something in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I don't, I don't weigh myself, I haven't weighed myself in years, and I have no interest in knowing how much I weigh. Um, but like, there are some little wins, like, um, the other day I got up off the couch. Um, this is going to sound really silly, but I just like stood up and walked away. Um, and for the last 12 months, I've had to like use my hands to like push myself up um, mm -hmm. because I didn't have like the strength and coordination to get up without using like, like momentum or leverage mm -hmm. to pull myself up. Um, That's so silly. Yeah. So the first time I did, I was like, oh, things have changed, Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I, I'm not um, like working out or actively trying to do anything. It's just, you know, I am picking up a baby that's getting increasingly heavy. Um, yeah, <laughs> well, two babies that are getting thing. increasingly yeah. heavy um, <laughs> yeah. in awkward positions and lugging. Yeah. I can carry me. Yeah, that's like another uh, little uh, weird win is like I can lug both of them up and down the stairs multiple mm -hmm. times a day. Um, and that's like a I want to say Taryn is a, almost 30 pounds and Arden's probably 35 ish pounds. Mm -hmm. So picking them up in an awkward yeah. position, because the bottom of our stairway is very small and carrying them up, you know, a flight of stairs is, is good. So you say you're not doing like movement, <laughs> yeah. but it sounds like, like I meant, I meant like in intentional, <laughs> like setting time, yeah. time a day to like actually like yeah. actively follow a program or something like, like that's not happening. It's just like, it's what's built into my life. Yeah. Um, and we go for a lot of walks. I pick them up a lot. I, I, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I pick them up a lot. I run around with them, play with them, push them on swings, like, uh, push a stroller, which is like sometimes, um, Kyle and I like to like fuck around and and give the names of what we're doing like CrossFit movement names so like a sled That's foot or like awesome. a, a plate carry or something so <laughs> like yeah. if I'm baby wearing with Taryn um we're like oh fuck I'm tired and it's like and I'm doing like a 30 pound plate carry right now <laughs> like, like a oh, vest, I love vest, you know like yeah so we gave it like little names um mm -hmm. which is fun or like yeah if you're like tossing them into the air um I can like almost do a full squat and toss Taryn into the air now, which I couldn't go like anywhere. I couldn't even get like to a parallel squat before. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just like, it's a lot of just like leg strength, core strength, mm-hmm. um, that has just kind of naturally been getting better as the year progresses. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are all like fun ways to notice, uh, for me to focus yeah. on, um, how my body is changing, mm-hmm. um, and shift attention away from like the way I look or theoretically like the number on the scale, I guess. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, obviously I think what's helping is because I haven't weighed myself in years, that, um, piece of it, like, we don't even own a scale and I've no interest in one. Um, I thought about getting one just to like, just for the kids. Cause like some things need like weights, you know, like car seats mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I was like, uh, we both decided it's not good for me to have one in the house. So <laughs> it's, you know, if we're at someone's house and they have one, like Kyle will go just like weigh the kids and then like, yeah. just tell me what they weigh. Um, but I don't think it's good for me to have one in the house. Um, so that'll probably stay like that uh, indefinitely. Um, you know, maybe it'll change one day. Maybe it won't. We'll see. And uh, so, I mean, I think that that part is helpful. So like, for sure. I'm so unfortunately I can't um, elaborate more on like what to do if that part is still very much part of your life um, except maybe throw your scale out because you don't need it um, and try to find different ways of measuring um, I don't want to use the word progress but in a very non-judgmental way measuring progress you know like how are things getting a little bit easier like getting up from the couch like that one surprised me the other day because I thought that this would be how I was getting up until I started to be able to dedicate time to like making my, my core stronger, making my legs stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I like even getting up off the floor is a lot easier now that used to take a lot of effort <laughs> and a lot mm-hmm. of holding on to things. Um, yeah. So that's nice. And then, yeah, yeah. I think those are big wins. I think yeah. that you, I don't know. I mean, maybe you are, but it sounds like maybe you're not giving yourself enough credit for like the amount of activity you're already doing. Cause it sounds like, like you're walking, you're moving around with your kids. There's a lot. It sounds like you're adding in like, you know, a squat here and there. And like, you're at, like, you're finding a way of like incorporating movement. Like that's like a benefit for your body and like in your day, daily life, but also making the movement that you feel like have to do a more mm-hmm. fun approach yeah like well I mean small... throwing a babies into the air is hilarious because they find <laughs> it so funny and they giggle yeah. all the time so if Karen's in like just a, like a pissy mood which I mean this kid just goes from zero to crying in no time and yeah. so if I'm you know past the point where I can like help him through crying and be there for all the crying and I just can't stand crying anymore um I will try to make him laugh instead. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I like throwing him in the air because he finds it funny um, or like using silly voices. But, uh, you know, to get someone really high up in the air, if you go down to squat and then fling them up, they can go even higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's like, it's a fun thing to do. And it's not even like me yeah. consciously trying to think of adding squats into my day. Although, I mean, you could, uh, yeah. I just don't feel like tracking it like that. But yeah, no, like the extra challenges are coming up very organically I guess like they're just mm-hmm. kind of like being added in like oh I can walk a lot further than I used to so we'll just like keep walking today um because mm-hmm. I'm not exhausted yet and right after giving birth I could barely do a kilometer like walk like walking around the block was like 
plenty. Um, and now it's like I can go while pushing a very heavy stroller for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and give yourself credit for pushing a stroller. That thing's fucking heavy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think and navigating hills and fields, like, and that kind of stuff is, it's heavy. It's, it's a lot of, it's strength work. Yeah. Like, it is. Mm-hmm. See, it is. Yeah. I think those are, <laughs> like, I don't think any of those wins are silly. I think they're all amazing. And I think that, like, this part, or, like, I know, I think that definitely parts of this are relatable for everybody. Mm-hmm. But, this thing I see with folks who are starting to move again, where they'll like have a, a little thing and I'm like, oh, this isn't a big deal, but like I, yeah. I did this thing and there wasn't pain. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, can we stop for a second and like <laughs> take away the like, I know this is silly, but because that's not silly. It's like a huge thing. I had someone else say something similar a while ago mm-hmm. and um, they, they didn't say like it's silly. I think they said it in a nonchalant way, but I was like, hold on a second. Can we pot? Like, that's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And I think we... I don't know if we just assume that it's like we think it's silly because like we assume other people like nobody yeah, else like, feels like that should or be able what to else do this. What? yeah mm-hmm. yeah but we don't know anyone else's experience no exactly also, yeah it's whatever big, big, big assumptions yeah yeah, it is. yeah. <laughs> and like it doesn't matter what anyone else is feeling or not like it's still a big deal and it doesn't mean anything like it doesn't mean anything less of you does that make sense it doesn't mean like anything bad about you mm-hmm. anyway sorry go back to your no and then I guess um the other interesting thing um so the phrase itself isn't interesting it's come into my mind multiple times over the years but mm-hmm. what's interesting is like pausing to like reflect on it and be like what the fuck does that even mean okay. um so I feel like you've had the thought of like oh I feel so fat which like, I understand those phrases are, are problematic, but it's popped into your head. Yeah. Popped into my head, at least. And like, sometimes you don't even think about it. Um, like fat isn't a feeling. So like it doesn't, the phrase itself doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but it's very like into, like I find very pushed into our, our culture. So it pops into my mind yes. quite a bit. But then the other one that's been coming up a lot, like that one comes in and out every once in a while. But the other one that's been coming up a lot recently for for whatever reason is like, oh, I feel so skinny today. I must've lost weight or something like that. Or like, oh, I, mm-hmm. I must've lost some weight recently. I, oh, I feel really skinny today. But these phrases, I was like, what does that mean? Because it's the same thing as I feel fat. It doesn't, it's not a feeling. It's not an emotion. So it doesn't, that phrase doesn't make sense. Um, but then I was like, what, what does that mean though? Like why, when that comes in my mind, like, why am I thinking this thing? Um, and uh I'm sorry, I lost the bridge to the thought that I have. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, oh, uh, but it doesn't, it just comes up to my head randomly, not when I'm looking at myself in a mirror. So I know it doesn't have to do with how I look, I mm-hmm. think. Um, although like I'm, you know, generally aware of what I look like in the day because I saw myself in the morning, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't happen when I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I don't think it ever would. Um, so I was like, but so it has to do with an actual feeling in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, where am I when I'm thinking these things? Like, what am I doing? Um, and I know one time I was like, oh, I mean that. Um, oh, and sorry, we've already established I don't weigh myself. So it has like, I, I'm not thinking yeah. about numbers like it, those like that's not part of it. So it has nothing to do with appearance. It has nothing to do with numbers on a scale. What does it mean? And I was like, oh, I, I mean that I I can't feel, 
I can't feel my stomach right now. Um, mm-hmm. not in a, like it rubbing against closed way. I meant like inside, like internally, you know, like, um, not feeling, uh, any kind of discomfort in your like <laughs> intestinal system, like everything just like, I couldn't, right. you know, when you like, you stub your toe and all of a sudden you're very aware that you have toes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like when you have a pain or discomfort in your body, you're like very aware that you have a, a stomach, you know, like yeah. in, inside internal mm-hmm. intent, like in terms of anatomy, not like your external belly. Um, (laughs) Sorry, we use all these words so interchangeably. I'm trying to make sure that like what I'm saying is coming across clearly. Um, Or like, you know, ear infection, whatever, or like a sinus thing. You're like, man, I never realized how nice it was to be able to like breathe without struggling, you know, like, so that kind of stuff. Um, It's like the lack of discomfort suddenly like was very noticeable. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Um, I wonder, like, I wonder why I equated, like, feeling, I want to say light, but not in terms of weight. Um, like, just not feeling any discomfort or anything like that in my insides translated to the thought of I feel skinny. And I was like, oh, that's a very interesting thought. Um, and then it happened, you know, I think I, I was able to, to pick both of them up quickly and, and run. And I wasn't like out of breath at the end or like, we we're like moving up the stairs very quickly. And it was like, fine. I could keep talking and like move on to the other thing. And then as I was talking, that thought came into my mind. I'm like, Oh, I think in this case, it meant that like, I was able to do these things and not have to catch my breath at a certain point. And so I just, you know, it was like, uh, I feel strong or I feel like, well, that's kind of nice to be able to do something without having to like, struggle through it or yeah um yeah so it's just so like reframing just like ex- or more or like examining like why because these words are very not specific and like yeah. what does it actually like, what am I actually feeling what am I actually thinking about um and I think to like to try to pull it away from appearance and away from weight and weight loss or like diet culture like that kind of stuff like that, that feeling skinny or feeling fat, like whatever those words are used to kind of like cover up what I'm actually experiencing in my body. Mm-hmm. Does that make a little bit more sense? I think I got totally. to, a, to a, a good totally. conclusion for my thesis here at yeah. some point. Um, yeah, <laughs> like because the, they're just kind of like, you know, very broad. They're not even emotions. Um, mm-hmm. They kind of just paint as like... Um, it was just interesting that like feeling good or feeling strong or, you know, I don't like to use the word healthy, but, you know, like feeling like in a good place uh, mentally mm. or whatever was equated mm-hmm. with feeling skinny, but then feeling like oh, um, yeah. in pain or struggling or um, maybe like a little bit um, just like wanting to have a lazier day or something like that, um, like sluggish, mm-hmm. all these pretty normal feelings that happen like you cycle through these all these different emotions or states of being but those were equated with like feeling fat and then feeling like lighter on my feet and a little bit more energetic was like that's when I was like oh I must have lost weight I was like no but like realistically like I didn't nothing changed between like last week and today or yesterday and today um it would be impossible um for that to have like weight to have changed enough to like cause Mm -hmm. that, you know what I mean? So my, my whole body stayed the same, but like 
something about it just feels a little bit better today. Maybe my digestive yeah. system is moving a little bit more easily. So like, you know, having more regular bowel movements, like I'm staying like better hydrated, I'm um, sleeping better. And so I have more energy, like all these kinds of things contribute to feeling better, but then automatically in my mind, it gets equated with like appearance. And I thought that was very interesting. That is interesting. I think that'd be a very interesting, um, like reflection for everybody to do. Mm-hmm. I would assume those, particularly those listening, because I would assume if you're listening to this podcast, you relate <laughs> or you like our message and what we talk about <laughs> and maybe relate to this feeling. Cause like, just I, yeah, I've definitely had moments like that too. And that's something I've not the same way, but have, um, had that thought of like, okay, that's not actually a feeling like mm-hmm. what, how else can I describe the situation? Mm-hmm. Um, or what's different. And sometimes I'm like, Katie's okay, pants feel too tight and I'm uncomfortable. Like, I mean, I haven't yeah, looked at it necessarily in the same yeah. way, but, um, cause I think it's in some ways it's, it's like a really good exor- exercise for us in how we are viewing ourselves and, but also in how we're like our internalized, that phobia might be coming mm-hmm. out like yep. that automatically yep. these like good like mm-hmm. good things like the you know feeling energetic whatever are like the your brain's like skinny and then yeah yeah the you know tired ones thought, or whatever it was so interesting it's interesting it just kind of like yeah. came about over the last couple of days and I was like hmm, interesting very interesting and it's nice yeah. to get to a part where you can kind of like look at things a little more objectively um, yeah you're not like in the the fire of diet culture or just leaving yeah, it anymore you know like you, you, you step back <laughs> yeah. a little bit enough to be like hmm, I wonder what that means <laughs> yeah I like that or like oh my belly hurts like why why is this going on instead of it mm-hmm. having to be like well I didn't eat enough chia seeds yesterday so obviously <laughs> I need a green juice um <laughs> The amount of I like really I not that I've ever said that specific sentence, but definitely been like, oh, I need like a ginger shot or some stupid shit. Mo, have you ever taken a shot of coconut oil with chia seeds in it for energy? Uh, no. <laughs> have you? Yes. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> no. Was it like melted coconut oil? I hope so. It wasn't just like solid coconut oil. No, it was summer, so it was all liquid goopy. I can't (laughs) imagine like the whole trend of people like oil pulling, where you like put the coconut oil in your mouth. Oh yeah, like that's yeah, that's Ayurvedic though. I know it's not the same. (laughs) No, yeah, that's Ayurvedic. That's a different thing. But even the idea of doing that, like, makes my mouth feel weird. (laughs) but the idea of doing that like ha- just having oil in my mouth with chia seeds and then but, like you have to swallow it yeah and i'm not at all trying to bash ayurveda i'm not trying to no. like that's just not what like, i meant i don't just think this was from that I, this was from i'm sure something else um when i saw it and i was like oh wait, this will give you energy i was like well i have two essays that are due tomorrow morning so <laughs> this should probably help uh, what oh. have we done okay i tried <laughs> I tried to make like, um, like popsicles for, for my kids though. Um, yeah. so I blended, but I didn't have like all the ingredients that in my head would have made them good. And our mm-hmm. blender is not fantastic, but I was like, Oh, I remember like a while ago, um, 
you know, when I was super paleo, like if you blend, like it was like probably like some alternative milk, but milk, um, like cocoa powder, um, maple syrup and like chia seeds together. Uh, like it'll make like a pudding thing. I was like, Oh, cool. So mm-hmm. I have most of those ingredients. Like I'll just blend them together, um, put them in the popsicle molds and it'll be like, like uh, fudge sickles. <laughs> and then I had leftovers. So I gave them, you know, as, as like a little like smoothie thing. Um, mm-hmm. except, um, cheesies go to the bottom and so they're drinking it and they're really enjoying this like chocolate milk basically um yeah. and then they got to the cheesies they just looked at me like i betrayed them <laughs> it's like awesome. oh, both of them were like why are you making us drink this <laughs> i was like yeah it probably would have been better if it was a little more chilled <laughs> because i thought the blender was gonna like Oh, um, yeah. slice up the chia seeds but it wasn't good enough to do that <laughs> oh my god that's so cute like, yeah. what have you done that was hilarious they were like this is oh. so fun and then so not fun <laughs> oh, like, i understand you. i'll never force you to do chia seeds if you don't want to <laughs> oh my god that's funny that's fair <laughs> i like the creativity there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think it would have been really good if the blender yeah. could get i mean they, yeah, they I like the so. popsicle part like after yeah. it was frozen, they were fine with the chia seeds. <laughs> it was just yeah. it's hilarious. Um, for someone who had like never experienced that texture before. And I was like, no, I get mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. I went through the same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I get it. Oh my God. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I was trying, I, yeah, I think that's yeah. that. <laughs> Send us your stories, your questions, your requests of all sorts all types thank you for listening you can find me at move with billy on uh tiktok instagram facebook mainly hang out on instagram if i'm going to be honest with you and my website is movewithbilly.com our email is currently my email and it's, it's info at movewithbilly.com i b-i-l-l-i-e rest assured if you do email i will be sending it to jordan too obviously i just i'm not going to give out her personal email on here <laughs> um and if you want to reach jordan on social media you can find her at jordan dot et al uh on instagram awesome thank you